Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. I was raised thinking that God the Father, uh, Jesus is for me. Jesus, he's on my side. God the Father, though, man, I got to be careful. Got to kind of be, you know. No, no. The Bible says God the Father sent Jesus to die for you. Have you been facing something in life that you felt like you were fighting alone? I know I have. Well, today, Pastor Robert will be sharing a message with us about how God is always for us. Even in the most desolate times, we can always remember that Christ is for us and not against us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 8, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. He says in verse 31, well, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Now, that question... Again, if you're thinking, if you're not just blowing past, that's right, who can be against me? God is for me, who can be against me? But if you think it through, well, the devil can be against you. The Bible says the devil is against you. In First Peter, we're told your adversary, the devil, he's relentless. He's always after you. And you know what? People, people often come against us too, right? So, What's the point? What is, he, what is he actually trying to communicate here? Well, what, what God is telling us in this statement is, is not that you have no enemies now that I'm on your side. What he's saying is, are you listening to me? God is for you. We think we know. We say amen to it. Amen. Hallelujah. God is for me. Right? But that's another one of those I, I want to tell you. See, I was confronted with the reality this week. There are times when I say I believe it, I'm not believing it. I let unbelief take over. And this is what it looks like. See, God is for me, but this, God is for me, but I think he's a little aggravated with me right now because I kind of messed up last week and this, God is for me, but... God is for me, but this is really getting to me. God is for me, but I need a new job. God is for me, but I can't, you know. It's, and we come up with all these buts, you know, all these, all these excuses, all these reasons for our unbelief. 
But what we need to really spend some time soaking on and meditating in is the statement of Scripture here. This is point number two, by the way. God is for you. Almighty God is for you. He's for you. See, I was raised thinking that God the Father, uh, Jesus is for me. Jesus, he's on my side. God the Father, though, man, I got to be careful. Got to kind of be, you know. No, no. The Bible says God the Father sent Jesus to die for you because he's for you. He's for you. So the the condemnation that we struggle with many times, you know, the feelings of rejection and abandonment and, you know, we're deep down, we're just not sure about this thing. All of it comes from the pit of hell, not from from God. Oh, sure, God will convict you about specific stuff. You know, you, you say something that doesn't represent his heart. And he says, no. No. And he brings conviction. He brings, he brings clarity so that you can experience everything he wants for you. Like I've said so many times, you know, like we make excuses for ourselves, you know, like I'm, that's just the way I am. I mean, I just, I'm not going to try to be somebody I'm not. The Bible says God's trying to make you somebody you're not. Right? He's transforming you. You're not... It's like, yeah, I know that's the way you are, but that's nothing like Jesus. And he wants you like Jesus. He's working to make you like Jesus. And so in those moments, he'll bring specific conviction about specific things. But it won't sound like, you know, you're scum of the earth. It's like you you can't be calling yourself a Christian. You're disgusting. You disgust me. Go away. I remember the old rabbi across the street one time. He said, you know, we punish our children, but we don't reject them. God will convict. And and sometimes he says those he loves, he chastises. But he doesn't reject. And he doesn't condemn. Because he's for you. He's he's drawing you closer. And he's trying to, to work in your life to make you better. Now, the next questions, we're going to zip through them, but they're clearly intended to drive this point home over and over again. Verse 32, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely, also freely give us all things? The Bible says, listen, that thing about being reluctant in prayer. He's like, don't you realize I gave my son? Why would you ever be reluctant to ask me for anything? I've given you my son. We're afraid sometimes, I think, you know, that maybe God is angry with us or something, and, and, you know, even if he's for me, there's some catch. No, there's no catch. There's no catch. He's already given his only begotten son, to be tortured and humiliated so that you could be rescued. So, so don't believe the lie that there's something he would hold back. Now, if he's holding it back, it would be detrimental. Maybe it's a matter of timing. Maybe it's a matter of perspective. Maybe you look at it and you think this would just be awesome, and God says, no, it wouldn't. 
Or maybe he says, not, not yet. Yes. We had a guy years ago in the church that he applied. I was telling somebody the other day, he applied for Bible college. Sounds like a great thing. This guy wants to go to Bible college. But I knew where he was at in his journey and his walk with the Lord, what was going on in his life. And he was going through what I always call spiritual adolescence. He, he thought he already knew everything. He just wanted all the professors at the seminary to confirm it for him. He was so sure of himself. And I mean, he was just like a thorn in my side. And I wrote, I wrote the most direct and forceful non-recommendation letter. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I think I gave him a copy. I told the guy, listen, they, they, you know, this guy would be so harmed by Bible college right now. Now, they accepted him anyway because they were just worried about the money. They weren't worried about what was in his best interest. But God knows. God knows. Maybe it's just a matter of just wait a few years, you know, get a, you need, as, as one wise older lady said, you know, our, our young pastor, he's all right. He just needs to suffer a little bit more and he'll be a good pastor. Sometimes we just need some time to grow and mature and God says, no, this wouldn't be good for you yet. You're not ready for it. You need to wait. The Bible says he withholds no good thing from those who walk uprightly which he already knows none of us actually do that to perfection. Verse 33, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It's God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It's Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. See, God reminds us here that the final authority, the ultimate judge, the one who even now is interceding on your behalf is the same one who has already justified us by taking upon himself our guilt. He who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. It's like, who, who's gonna somehow come with charges when the judge is the one who's paid your penalty? glad you tuned in to today's teaching from Main Thing Radio. We're currently in the book of Romans, and there's more to learn next time. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is up for today, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy will try to resist it from spreading. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their hearts? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support 
to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today here on Main Thing Radio. 